You're experiencing the Authentic Chaos Podcast, an exploration into our inner selves and journeys of self-discovery. I'm your host, Bahagan Yernosian. And today, we're doing a little bit of a solo one again, so you just have to, you have my dulcet tones to look forward to. So, um, if you haven't heard, I did an episode with my good friend Steven. I'll post the link in the description if you want to check it out. I described my mindfulness journey. And there, so I described a lot of where my mindfulness journey has been. But since I'm still currently on this journey, I've been really reflecting on certain things that I want to talk about on this episode. But first, before I do that, I want to ask you, dear friends, dear listeners, some questions. Have you ever felt like sometimes in your career life, Maybe you're just hustling and trying to get to the next level, trying to get that next bonus, trying to get more. And it, but to get more, you have to give a lot more, more of your time, more of your energy, more of your mental space. If you've got a corporate nine to five, you know, it's easy to think that you're only spending about 40 hours a week, maybe less than that. But how much of that time are you also thinking about it outside of work? How many hours? Uh, how many nights are you spending thinking about the problems that you're dealing with, thinking about the meetings you have to go to, thinking about the conversations, the topics, the de- the deliverables? All these things take up our time and our space. And how often, and have you ever found yourself just trying to keep pushing, keep pushing to get more, to get paid, to get paid more, to get that promotion, to get paid even more? Maybe you've been in this situation. I know I have in my corporate life. And have you ever stopped uh, stop to think and reflect why? Why am I doing this? Do I need more? Now, I don't blame you if, like me, you thought, of course you need more. It's a very common sentiment in the U.S. and many other capitalist countries for us to keep wanting more because obviously you want more growth is a virtue constantly getting more constantly improving constantly getting bigger spaces bigger houses nicer cars nicer appliances a more expensive lifestyle that's a sign of growth of course and growth is good growth is what we're taught in a capitalist culture is necessary for the system to keep working The machine works together with growth, and as it's growing, we all grow with it. And who doesn't want to grow? Who doesn't want more? Obviously, we want more, right? Right? Well, I think it's not so obvious. And in my own reflections, in my own journey, I've been reflecting on why do I want more? Why do I need more? Do I even need more? Maybe I don't. I mean, hell, I was caught up in the whole, uh, maybe you've heard of this whole like fire movement, financially independent people who are trying to retire early. The idea is that if you save enough money, if you work enough, if you hustle enough and save enough money, then you can you can retire you can end your you can enter your post work life earlier in life while you're still healthy and young and have your time 
And that sounds great, right? Who doesn't want to do that? Who doesn't want to enjoy the time that they have while having the resources to do what they want and live what they want? But here's the funny thing. I've, I've been in, a, a, I've browsed some of these forums occasionally just for fun while I was still part of, a, while I still wanted to do something like that. And it always, people always ask the question, what now? They get to their goal. They get to that magic number. Maybe you have a magic number. And they get to that magic number of what they need for retirement, and then they don't know what to do. They don't know how to live their life without that work because they spent so much of their brain power, so much of their time, so much of their energy producing and trying to grow that once they don't have to do that anymore, what is there left to replace it? So, I want to ask a question, and this isn't a question you have to answer yourself right away, but it's a question I want you to consider as like a North Star, a principle to use to guide you on whatever journey you are in life. And it's a question that I'm starting to use myself in my own journey in guiding me in my currently financially unstable times. And it's the question, what is enough? It seems like such a straightforward question, but it's a, it's a very complicated one and has very complex answers. Maybe you initially think, like I initially thought, that I needed to come up with a quantitative number. I needed a number to answer the question, what is enough? But it's not really about the number. It's more about a call to action. It's a call to reprioritize some of the things that you thought were important in life. Maybe you haven't really considered with what your current life priorities are. And so I want you to, while thinking about this question, what is enough? I want you to go one step back and think even more about what is important to my life right now. And it can be the things that are immediately in your life, but it can also be the goals you have. Maybe you're newly wed and want to start a family. Well, just because you don't have the family doesn't mean that that isn't part of the life that you need and part of those priorities. So I want you to take the priorities, like reflect on the priorities you have in your life. And this will require some introspection. It will require some, some time to sink in and think about what, what are your needs? What are your emotional needs? What are your, what are you trying, what do you need What is key for you to be happy, for you to make that conscious choice of happiness? And I'll remind you, I I take some of the Buddhist philosophy here on happiness. Buddhists believe that happiness is a conscious choice we make. And certainly the things that are in our lives and the resources we have available are a key part of that. So I want you to take that into account. What do you need to be have be have, find that happiness in your life what do you need to make it easier for you to choose happiness rather than unhappiness maybe it's not even a material thing one thing that i've realized that brings me a lot of happiness is the quality time i spend with the people that are important in my life just this week i was spent uh i spent some time in austin seeing a really good friend who moved out with his fiance and it was just so nice to see them. And even though we didn't like do anything extra- extravagant, it wasn't a particularly expensive trip either. But the money wasn't what was important. It was the quality time I spent with the people that are important to me. 
And that provides me personally a lot more happiness and a lot more fulfillment than my job did or the or trying to make more money does or the idea of even retiring early. What what's the point of retiring early if in the process you're hustling so hard that you leave your relationships to die? What's the point of getting to the top of that hill, top of that mountain of cash, and sitting all alone with no one there to enjoy it with you and no one there for you to spend your time with? What is left? Is that money going to provide you that happiness? Maybe that money does. I don't know. I, I can't say. I haven't met someone who that money genuinely provides that happiness. Because I, I don't think it does. We live this life and we're sold this lie that time is money. And the way that it's, it's worded is usually in the, in the way like, oh, it's like, like an equation. You put time in and you get money out. You put time into your job and you get money. And money is obviously what you want. But let's rephrase this and think of it more as like, a reversible because it's inequality. Time is money, but money is time. I want you to just think of money as a resource for time, but it's not the only resource for time. Your health is a resource for time. Your intentionality is key for time. If you find yourself, your weeks just slipping away, that is you taking your time and just not, not like appreciating it for what it is. So as part of this what is enough movement, this question, this guiding principle in your life, I want you to think about what is important for your time. How do you view your time? If you had access to your time, what other things would you do that would make you happy? Maybe you'd like to travel more. Maybe you'd like to see the people, spend more time with the people that are important in your life. Okay. Well, so then what is enough to get you there? Why don't you try to spend the time with the people in your life now? Why don't you just try to do some small trips now? Instead of trying to hold your future self and push these things to a future date and hope that your future self will be able to enjoy it, if you build this foundation of enjoying your life and finding that happiness and choosing that happiness, not just finding, but choosing that happiness every day, then you don't have to worry about your future self maybe being miserable, maybe not being able to enjoy the things. Like maybe your future self gets in an injury and can't travel anymore. But if you take this this philosophy, this foundation of choosing happiness and enjoying your life and knowing what is enough for you to be, choose happiness more easily, then you don't have to worry about your future self. Because if, even, if the, like, even if things go wrong and your future self isn't physically fit or loses some relationships, your future self has tons of past experience from your present self of choosing happiness every day, of being able to ask what are what's important to me and what is enough. This is a radical question in this society, in our capitalist society. What is enough? 
it's a question that asks you to not mindlessly consume, but mindfully consume. Think about the things that you're consuming and ask yourself, do I need this? Is it worth me to be shackled to my job, to constantly working for that money? Is it so worth it? This Is this providing me so much happiness that I need to bow at the altar of, of capital, of money? Or, or is this money actually distracting me from what's important? Is this constant time and energy I'm spending all the time trying to do it without break just resulting in my relationships deteriorating, my health deteriorating, my sense of self deteriorating? And maybe then you'll see like, no, I'm feeling lonely doing this. Go reach out to your community. Take a break. You don't have to quit your job. I'm not advocating for people to just get up and leave, but take those breaks. Take that time for yourself. Live more intentionally today, and you will find choosing happiness becomes second nature. You won't have to think about this choice. You won't need to find happiness because happiness will have found you because you chose it and you choose it every day do this and you can break those some of these bounds of consumerism of mindless consumerism you'll find a font of happiness within you that source that just fulfills you and just and brings you more of this inner harmony a key part of moderation of philosophies like moderation, stoicism, mindfulness, Buddhism, are all trying to ask us to understand what we can, tr- can what we can truly control, what we can truly choose, and consider what you what you actually need to live a more fulfilling life and a happier life. And maybe they're not right. Maybe none of these philosophies are for you. And I'm not telling you that you have to adhere to Buddhism or mindfulness or whatever else. But I'm asking you to just think about what is important for you and what is enough for you to get there, for you to live that life. And maybe you'll find aspects about you that you want to put more effort into. Maybe you'll unlock the more creative sides of you. I've noticed myself, I've been doing a lot more creative endeavors, like this podcast, for instance, is, a, is my creative work of art. Uh, but I've also been you know, doing some painting and you know, just reflecting and things like that. And the creative aspects of my life provide me such a lovely fulfillment because it's me pouring my soul into my work and seeing how it becomes goes from this intangible concept to these tangible things i'm doing a lot of work with plants lately um you'll notice i have a new plant sorry i had to do a little bit of a side um i've been growing tropical plants in my apartment in seattle so uh, that's been kind of fun. Um, and this is part, this is another part of my what is enough. 
I love working with plants now because the you get to see the value the true value of time as time goes on you may not be doing anything but you are putting your love and energy into plants into the atmosphere around it giving by giving them intentional spaces like i said i live in seattle it's not tropical at all but i've been able to grow some tropical plants because i've been intentionally thinking about what their needs are and adhering to those needs and making like little humidity boxes for them, which they're really loving. But as you watch a plant grow from a meter seedling to a larger plant with beautiful leaves, it's a really excellent reminder of the importance of time. Money could have bought you this plant, sure, in the current state as it is, but money was not going to get you to experience and appreciate the full growth process of this plant from a mere seed. And if you've ever had a plants before, or animals or kids, you've probably experienced some of that too. That time going into it, the time and the love and the energy going into creating something and watching it grow on its own and using its time in the ways that it sees fit and just marveling what you are doing is you're marveling witnessing the beauty of time and the importance of time it's our most crucial resource and it is a shame it is a sin that it has been so corrupted in our capital society that it's become a it's become like a secondary resource it's an input for money rather than the most important thing that we have available to us, the money will come and go. The time never comes back. We never get it back. But I don't want you to live in fear, fear of missing out, fear of regrets on your old age, because if you live in fear, you are not choosing happiness. You are choosing unhappiness. You are choosing fear. We can't live with fear. Just the person who fears death probably is terrified of their own shadow and doesn't and tries to avoid leaving their house as much as possible. The person who fears the regrets of missing out or the regrets of not using their time prop wisely are paradoxically, they're the ones who are ironically not going to use their time effectively because they're spending so much time and energy fearing it. So I don't want you to fear. I don't want you to worry about maybe the time that you didn't spend or that you didn't use properly in the past or the time you missed out on in the past or the potential time you miss out on the future because I want you to focus on the now. The now, the present, these are the most important aspects of our lives because it's the most it's the moment we are living in right now and the choices we make right now will trickle down into our lives in the future. So that's why I think it's so important that I want you to make this make this question in a, a crucial part of your routine of seeing where you are in your life. If you find that maybe you're not content, maybe you're looking for something and you haven't quite found it yet, maybe there's some kind of fulfillment you're missing out on, Ask yourself, where are your priorities right now? 
what is important for you, what are your needs, and what is enough. And I would love to hear from you, your listener, if you have thoughts about what is enough or have thoughts about like some of the things I've talked about here, maybe how I got to the point of what is enough or how it got to this point in my journey, like feel free to reach out either through the comments on uh, YouTube or through the Instagram, uh, through my, the Instagram account for the podcast channel. I'm happy to answer and I would love to do like a Q and a with other people because I think this is an important topic because we live in a culture of mindless consumerism and mindless consumerism just leads to suffering. I've seen so many people, myself included, just constantly losing parts of themselves in the hustle and the grind. And they're doing it for what they don't quite know. They're doing it for a nebulous concept of, a, of an easier future, an easier retirement but they don't know if that's going to happen. They don't even know if they're going to be the same people that they are now when that happens. So I don't want you, my dear listeners, because you're not just my listeners, you're my community, and I care about my community, and I don't want you to lose the most important moments you have, which are the moments right now. And I want you to ask yourself, what is enough? And I would love to hear your reflections. And if you'd like to talk about it on the podcast, just let me know. I'm always happy to have guests on and hear about your own journey. This is where I'm at in my own journey in my life, in my journey of figuring out what's important to me and how to live the most, so how to live my life in the fulfilling way possible. And I choose happiness every day, and part of that choosing is asking, what is enough? And, yeah, I'm happy, I'm excited to share more reflections as I get them. Until then, though, if you're watching on YouTube or Spotify, please like, follow, and subscribe to the channel. It helps a lot. Like I said before, I would love to hear back from you. Did anything I say resonate? And follow us on Instagram. It's where we post the podcast links and reels. And reach out if you want to chat. Always happy to have people on. Thank you again for listening to my reflections on my journey. And as always, embrace your chaos with kindness.